Hi, and welcome back to the Legal Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Danny. I'm a recently qualified barrister who works in human rights and public interest law, and I also do some consultancy on the side, as well as running the website www.legaldiaries.ie and the Instagram page at legaldiaries.ie. On the podcast, we dive deep into all things health, fitness, mindset, studying, habits, dating, and career, and probably so much more. I will aim to bring you the tools and actionable steps to smash your goals, inspire you to take bold action, and above all else, put yourself first. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Legal Diaries podcast. I am joined today by the wonderful Meg Hughes. You may know her from TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. Um, And yeah, I'll hand over to Meg to introduce herself. Hello everyone. How are we? I have never done this before, so this is very new to me, but my name is Megan, but my, like everyone on the internet knows me as Meg. I make aesthetic I would say aesthetic vlogs over on TikTok I started them at the start of quarantine and I've done kind of like little videos on there ever since I my platform has grown I'm nearly on 30,000 over there at the moment and then I branched out to YouTube and a little bit of Instagram so yeah I think I'm a lover of coffee and the little things in life and that's pretty much me (laughs) yeah no, like, and I love, like, your kind of, so, like, your, say, YouTube aesthetic and your TikTok aesthetic, like, when I became, when I got to TikTok, I was much more, uh, I didn't watch the dances, and I yeah. quickly, so I kind of got to your kind of aesthetic on TikTok, yeah. and I was like, ah, this is home, this is what I yeah, like, yeah, you know, feel day in the life, yeah. yeah, and so how did you kind of get started on TikTok? Well, honestly, it was the start of quarantine. Now, the weather was absolutely fabulous in Ireland during quarantine. For those of you that don't know, we had literally the nicest weather during that time. And I kind of started to film little clips of my day, like making a coffee, going on my walks, etc. And I would put it up onto my Instagram stories. And I had a few lovely people message me and say, that this was just brightening up their Instagram at the time and their feed because it was full of COVID news and very scary news at the time. So people found it quite therapeutic, which I loved to hear because I was also in the same boat of just looking for not an escape, but some comfort on the internet. So I ended up actually uploading those little clips to TikTok and I did one one day and I added a voiceover to it and it got quite a few views and I kept doing that and honestly it just kept growing and honestly what kept me going was the amount of comments being like this is just helping me so much right now in a scary world you just seem so calm and you know you're doing it one bit at a time so I kept that up and I really, really loved it and I'm still doing it to this day. I don't do my vlogs every single day anymore, but I do them pretty often still. Yeah. And like what goes, because I'm always fascinated because I'm always like, oh, maybe I'll start doing TikTok for legal diaries and follow yeah. like a day because my days are so, because I always get requests on Instagram to do like 
a day in the life of like a lawyer and stuff like that so yeah. like what goes in so what production kind of time say goes into that one minute tiktok yeah. clip for you well yeah usually for me like i just film something at the start of me doing it like if i'm about to read a book i'll take the little clips that i need like in the first five minutes of me doing it so then i can actually enjoy the activity after that and i don't have to think about filming at that point so usually like i will i actually film on instagram stories and i take those clips and i film them there throughout the day and then at the end of the day, I go around to iMovie. Now, I'm a film and television student, and I've just told the internet that I use iMovie. Yes, <laughs> yes, I use iMovie. No one judge me right now. My laptop can't hack another editing platform. So we're just going with it. And honestly, it's so simple and easy to use. So I just yeah. put all the clips there cut them down to a minute, and then bring it over to TikTok and put my voiceover on it there. And people always ask me, like, how do you edit and all that kind of stuff? And I'm like, I don't know how to explain. Like, that's yeah. just what I do. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it kind of takes me about 20 to 25 minutes sometimes to get the editing done. Some days I sit down to do the voiceovers and they could genuinely take me like 30 minutes because I keep messing up. And it's just one of those days. I just cannot talk. But then other days I just get through it and it's grand yeah that's so interesting I never would have thought that's so smart because I post like I remember like I went through a phase of um if I'm feeling like oh this is an interesting day I'll document Mm -hmm. it on my Instagram stories so and I always get messages from people being like oh I love your little kind of like mini vlogs of like your life and stuff I never thought you can then just download that and then just stick it in an iMovie and But like I'm there with you and I move you now. I I because I work in I do some comms for where I work. Um mm-hmm. but I've no at all background in comms. Um yes. so it's kind of like you're the youngest person working here. You're yeah. all tech savvy. Yeah, you um, know the tech stuff. Yeah. But I've once dabbled towards Final Cut Pro and I think I nearly cried. Yeah. Like I was yeah. like this yeah. is like iMovie on crack. Like I can't Yes, literally. Yes. Yeah, like um, this year in film and television, we have moved on to Premiere Pro, which is like, it's either Final Cut Pro or Premiere Pro that a lot of people use um, yeah. on like YouTube and stuff. And I really, really want to get into it. And I've tried multiple times to download it on my laptop and my laptop can simply not hack it. She is oh. getting old on me and she's too full and it's very sad. But I honestly am ticking by with my iMovie. I would like for my YouTube videos to get an upgrade at some stage though. Like I would like to see that for me as well, for my learning experience to yeah. upgrade. But for my TikToks, it's more than fine to put them together on iMovie and just do that. Cause there's no point putting more effort into that, into TikTok I find. Yeah. And then the, the, so the premiere, that's Adobe premiere, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 See, I have that as well. Cause we have the whole Adobe package for work. Oh, yes. I do the design stuff. So I use, mm-hmm. um, illustrator and Photoshop and stuff for events. Yes. So hmm, maybe I will dabble. Maybe it won't be as, yes. as hard as an experience as maybe not. <laughs> Yeah. I think they're all kind of daunting. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. still terrified of them all. <laughs> yeah, at least though it'll like what you're doing 
goes towards what you're studying so you can exactly like, studying. Yeah. like I'm me kind maybe of working yeah editing exactly. look at me go editing on iMovie bet you can't do that <laughs> yeah and how did you um so how did you then transition to so you went from Instagram story to TikTok yes. how did you transition then from TikTok to YouTube like what was what made you yeah, do that? I remember like when I had started doing my videos I had a few comments being like you should totally start a YouTube channel and a part of me for a while was dead set and like that's not happening like I'm not doing it because I actually had tried like three times before to do a YouTube channel but I'd like film the video and never put it anywhere and I also had a blog in TY I had like this little blog of mine and I think like for some reason I got really insecure about that little blog at one point where I just thought oh my god people like they're I'm putting too much of myself on the internet and I all of a sudden like shut down about it and um, so then with TikTok I was kind of putting myself out there kind of not too much at the start you know you didn't know loads about me kind of thing and I was kind of set on like no I don't know if I'm ready to do that kind of thing and then I was like why not genuinely why not just give it a try I have a few people interested so I know some people would watch and I've always wanted to do a YouTube channel I have loved YouTube since I was 12 I just I've watched vlogs the Christmas vlogs all of that I've, I've loved it as like a 15 minute bit of escapism bit of fun I love to watch what other people are doing like how they mm. spend their days get some inspiration from that so I think it's definitely something I've always wanted to do and I think because I love YouTube as much as I do and I've watched quite a bit of it I know what I would want to see more yeah. of right now and so I kind of decided well if I'm going to do it I'm going to do it properly I want it to be something that I would want to watch that I would enjoy something that I'm kind of seeking a bit more of right now and yeah I just kind of took the plunge and I did it and I'm so happy that I did because I get such a joy out of doing my videos they can be really stressful to make and put together because I put so much pressure on myself. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and it's a struggle for me to know my work is going out there. But yeah. when I finish a video and I get it up, it's like, oh, happy days. Yeah. I'm actually proud of it. And I love making them. I really, really enjoy it at the moment, actually. Yeah, and you yeah. grew quite quickly on YouTube because I think you're on like... Yeah. Last time I I'm checked, on, you were 5,000, yeah. I think? I'm 5,000, I think 700 this morning. I checked it, actually. I hadn't actually looked at my YouTube in a few days. But yes, I grew more than I expected to. <laughs> like, I really, really did. I think, like, the first video I put up, and it was, like, a 10-minute shot on my iPhone of me just talking, it has, is now on, like, 10,000 views. And that alone got me like one and a half thousand nearly two thousand subscribers which I was like oh my god this is kind of crazy mm. and yeah I just I'm really enjoying it I think it's just like a really nice creative outlet I love my little TikToks like my one minute ones but I feel too limited in them at times you know sometimes I want to go in depth as to why I do this I feel like you know, I'd like to be able to explain to people more, this is why I do this certain thing or, mm. you know, um, so yeah, I do love it for that purpose. Yeah. Um, 
yeah it's so interesting but this is going to make me sound so old but YouTube is such a your generation yes yeah. thing like I love YouTube and I just kind of mm-hmm. fell into it because I think the first YouTuber I ever properly watched was Casey Neistat mm-hmm. just because I really liked his lifestyle and his like editing and kind of everything like that and then I which is really everyone finds it really odd that that was the first YouTuber I watched given like the aesthetic and everything I'm into and then it was I think it was Estée Lalonde was the second person I love her videos actually yeah Yeah. so and then I kind of fell into that kind of rabbit hole so followed all that kind of down and now I'm on the like I love um I don't know if you've ever come across Connor Kathleen no I actually haven't Oh, I love her. She's, there's just something about her. Like she's buying a house Mm -hmm. and she's like 22, but she does these like week vlogs in her Mm -hmm. life. And they're the good, like we were chatting before. Um, Like I love the meaty vlogs. Like I love the kind of, this feels like a reality show and I'm just following Yeah, like an episode. Like you grab a tea, you grab a coffee and you prep to watch this thing. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. So yeah, but like my brother bar um he'd be around the the same age as you um he would watch minimal no when I say tv I mean prime like Amazon Prime yes yeah like streaming yeah um but he mainly watches YouTube and he could watch it like all day so like it is such a like you grew up on it yes yeah I really really did like it was such a big part of my teenage years and you know to come home like after secondary school and just be able to throw on something or one of my favorite youtubers on there kind of thing i used to live for like vlogmases like this time Mm. of year i would be like yes give me all the autumn winter content and i think like i really didn't enjoy the academics of secondary school at all. I didn't enjoy that one bit. I had great friends um, and I was really blessed in that region. But when it came to actually learning and the academics, I did not enjoy that. So for me, like getting home from school was an achievement, (laughs) getting in the door, getting into bed and then being able to throw on something comforting, like literally just not studying, not doing my homework. (laughs) I was just like, I'm just, I'm just, no, I've done enough. I've done enough for today. You're not making me do any more. I'm getting into my bed. Good night. Like, yeah. And I just watched that and I just found it like a creative outlet for me. Again, mm. I think I said it recently in one of my YouTube videos. I just find like the secondary school, like academic system just didn't have enough creative outlets for me. And I just, I wanted to be able to do that, like vlog and film and be able to express myself in that kind of a way. So I just really enjoyed watching people do that. That was just relaxing. I think there's so many, I think a lot of the subjects that we teach in our secondary schools um, are very kind of archaic in a way. Like there's nothing like, like the one thing um like obviously the every kind of schooling system has their issues and stuff like that but like the one thing mm-hmm. I do like about say the A-levels is you get to do yes. kind of more yes, yeah so you could have done film and that would have yeah. allowed you to and I, I did actually better. consider um before going into TY because TY in our school was mandatory oh. and I did consider 
do I switch over to a school in the north and do my A-levels instead of doing the Leaving Cert? Because at that time, I was pretty set on what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I had a pretty good idea of it. And the only, the, the one thing I would recommend A-levels for is when you are set on it. Now, there's yeah. very little people at the age of 15, yeah. 16 years old that actually know exactly what it is they want to do. But at least, even if it's not something you go into, like if you do the psychology or the film studies yeah. in A-levels, at least you're doing something you enjoy. Yeah. And that is yeah I think I just longed for English class in secondary school because I was like I just need some Shakespeare in my life I crushed really hard on Shakespeare when I was in like second year because I watched Shakespeare in Love and I don't know if you've seen that movie yeah um Josephine's he's a really good looking actor and he plays Shakespeare in it and I got him I I literally pictured Shakespeare as being that guy and I was like ah I'm in love yeah give me all the English you have. Like, yes, but it's, <laughs> I watched it's, that it, on repeat. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like um, anything in life. Like when you see, even if you've read the book beforehand, if you see the movie of it, yes. if you go back and read that book, you can't unsee the characters yes. Yes. as what the movie is. Even Literally. if you go to the movie and you're like, mm, that's not who would I, I would have picked yes. for that person. Yes. You still kind of see them. And then, so were you kind of at 15, 16, where you sat on doing film yeah I was actually originally set on doing psychology I found like psychology Mm. incredibly interesting I loved Mm. it all like I wanted to really go into that and it's actually I said it in a recent Q&A on YouTube I don't know if I actually said this part in it but it's like a really cliche like cinematic moment that happened to me where a light bulb like went off my brain my vice principal was doing a or what assembly yeah assembly in the morning and he had just been to see La La Land that weekend which was just so funny and he ended up doing a speech about like doing what you love and you know what is it you love follow your dreams kind of stuff blah blah and like literally when he said like follow your dreams movies like came straight into my head and it was like before then I didn't even think it was possible to study <laughs> movies. Like I loved movies, I loved watching them, but I never took it as something that I could actually pursue. And then I literally walked out of that assembly and I was like, I need to go find my guidance counselor. Like <laughs> I need to know. And after that, I was pretty, I was pretty sad on it. Yeah. yeah. And then how, how did you kind of then, so like what subjects did you pick for leaving so then? Leaving Cert, I, I did art in my Leaving Cert, which I didn't do in my Junior Cert. Um, and actually, I went on to do a PLC after my Leaving Cert. Oh. I, in sixth year, did a portfolio, a film portfolio for Dunleary. They do film and television studies. And I spent a good time focusing on that because I knew then I wanted to do a PLC anyway. Again, I was not the most academic of people. So I also didn't want to put the massive pressure on myself. And I just wanted to breathe, I think. And it's so hard when you yes. want to go for those practical subjects. Because I know yes. my brother's more inclined that way mm. as well. And all the kind of courses that he wanted required a portfolio. Yes. So I was it's like, impossible. You like, I know obviously yeah. you do your art, but you need mm. to kind of cater it to what you're applying yes. for. 
and you yeah. don't get to do that in the leaving cert because you have like set themes that you have to mm. cover and stuff like that so like to mount that pressure on a student yes. to get all these extra pieces done to get into a course is just not at all oh yeah like I struggled with it and I wasn't I obviously still was focused on my leaving cert like I still wanted to do well and I had an basically an art portfolio to do as well because the leaving cert that year had changed for art and it's basically a portfolio of work you have to put together like you have to have a final concept but you have to have all the work before that concept comes to life so it was just a portfolio so I had to do that portfolio as well as my film portfolio and I had to shoot like a short film for my film portfolio it was this really big thing and I went in with it to like an interview or whatever and they said like they were like you do not have to have an interview you're just dropping this in I went to go pick it up and they were like follow us and then there was like everyone waiting in this queue and they were like, you have like a 15, 20 minute interview now. And I was like, sorry, I'm not prepped for this at all. You told me there was no interview. And I walked in and there was one of, one of the guys who was reviewing my stuff, he had such an attitude with me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Like I just, it was, it was so like an interrogation. And I was like, this is just too much no and no mind, you're probably only what like 17 18 at this point yeah like it was just like and you know I think any person that age that's able to even come up with some sort of short film concept and then make it happen like he had he seemed to have a real issue with the fact that I filmed it but I was also in it but I was like I just had to explain to him I was like all of my friends are doing their leaving search like you know, I couldn't exactly require them to take a whole day off, come out and meet me at my house and film. Like, I didn't want to do that to anyone. I also would, like, didn't want people to see my work or what it was that I was doing. I was shy about it kind of thing. And yeah, it was, I didn't like that interview process. I think that really, like, it just felt so like they were looking down on me and I was like, I'm just trying. Like, I just want to do well. So when I actually went to DKIT, I go to DKIT now, I'm a year into it. I'm in my second year of college there. But when I went to DKIT Open Day, I was a bit closed-minded because it's like my local college. And I think everyone's the same with like their local colleges. They're like, no, it has to be Dublin or you have to get out of Ireland. Like, you know, that kind of thing. And then I went into the film and television like area in that like in college and I was like oh my god this place is unbelievable like they had their own massive tv studio their own like cinema room like all of the computers the cameras were so cool and everyone was just so welcoming and inviting so I think like automatically I was just like okay this feels so much more comfortable you know it just felt like they wanted you to come here and enjoy it like if you had any sort of passion for film they wanted you like let's do this thing like let's put as many amazing kids into this industry as possible like that was their priority and we're going to have you as well-rounded you're going to do editing you're going to do it all so that when you leave here you have non-stop opportunities kind of thing which I just loved loved the attitude of and yeah I'm just I'm grateful that original interview and my portfolio didn't go well because I'm so happy where I am now like a hundred percent yeah it's like one of those serendipity things like if it's meant to happen it always 
kind of yeah it was play. yeah yeah I think um definitely it was just exactly what was meant to happen and I'm a bit I'm a bit of a sucker for like an underdog like yeah. Dunleary would be known as like the unbelievable film school and it is great it's like it's great at what it does this and is IADT is it yes IADT yeah. And they do great films. I saw some of their short films recently um, at Dublin Film Festival and it was, they were so, so great. And it's an incredible college. But then I just felt, you know, kind of like as dramatic as it is when someone like tries on a wedding dress and they're like, I just know this is meant for me. That's kind of how I felt when I was like, at the open day of DKIT, I was like, yeah, okay. And I think that's so important for people to to feel when they're in a university because it's not just the course you need to be happy in like you need to be happy in the university Mm. environment and like for you you would have had to be uncomfortable moving away from home yeah yeah so yeah I think like yeah there's just such a pressure that you need to leave home in Ireland like you need to be in Dublin Um, and yeah it's an expensive pressure to put on people at times and I think definitely I was worried when all my friends were going off to college and stuff that I was still at home and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, like the expense that it is, it just wasn't a financial proposition. And it wasn't worth me going to a college just because it was Dublin, do you know? Yeah, or just because yeah. it was at yeah. a certain... Like it's not necessarily the university or the college that has the standing, but it's the yes. that end up going to it. So mm. like... DKIT can have that standing if yes that go to it just produce that content so yeah like yeah and I think that that's really important being a person that studied in Dublin for Jesus about 10 years of my life Mm. (laughs) Um, it's so expensive like it's so like and I would have entered kind of peak kind of just coming out of recession time is when I would have entered into university difficult time yeah so like I thought college like accommodation and stuff was quite expensive then and I always felt really Mm. bad for like going up there and and putting that expense because I was from like I'm from Dublin originally but then then yes to Kilkenny so but now I look at like the and I was um a sabbatical officer in the student union of my university as well and I used to see the incoming students Mm. come in and they there was genuinely people that would get a CAO offer and come into the offices so they'd be from like Kerry, Mayo, like very mm-hmm. far afield so they definitely had no choice but to yeah. move up to Dublin and they had been given their dream course but they were coming into our offices in tears because they couldn't afford accommodation up in Dublin yeah. so for that to be a thing that stops someone yes. is just awful and yes. I think yeah yeah and I think hopefully one thing I kind of hope like I know distance learning isn't everything um and you need that kind of but I I would hope that we could transition for those students um Mm. to some form of mixed learning so hybrid learning so people aren't having to then commute all the way up to or live up in Dublin and huge masses of money but are able and then that will open up kind of the the rental market because most of the rental market now are students who are paying thousands like one of my friends I just find it so sad that 
that is what you have to do in order to get an education in this country. Like I just, you know, third level education is important. Like they make it the most important thing. Yeah. And yet they make it one of the, it's, it shouldn't be a privilege, do you know? Like no, it shouldn't it's so be. so inaccessible to some people. Yeah. 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 It's, it's heartbreaking that that is the case for some people. It should be an exciting time that you have worked so hard. Mm. You have gotten your dream course and here you are and you cannot go to it because you simply cannot afford the accommodation that comes with it. Yeah. You know, like it's just sad. Yeah, like I've had, um, I actually really randomly went like, so I was called to the bar, Jesus, like two, three weeks ago now mm-hmm. um, to qualify as barrister. And I put it up, up on my LinkedIn and I've had like, which I was, it must have like trended or something because I've had like nearly a thousand mm-hmm. reactions to it, like people liking it or commenting. And I'm like, yeah. what? And I've had so many people reach out mm-hmm. to me because I put on my post that, um so in order to do that like everything that went basically behind the smile in the photo so mm-hmm. that was a four-year undergrad um do oh sorry it just froze there um i did a four-year undergrad well, yeah it just glitched for a second <laughs> i did i studied abroad okay, for yeah. years i did a two years two-year master's in law and then i did two years studying king's inns where i worked part-time and full-time mm-hmm. so like and I, but a lot of people, especially the legal profession, and like I think the arts as well, like a lot of people think mm-hmm. they're very unattainable careers because they're so expensive mm-hmm. to get into. And particularly being a barrister, you're not paid straight out the hat. Like you yeah. go down, you do your practice, you basically work for free, you devil. Yeah. Um, and like I feel like the arts and film and stuff and what you do as well mm-hmm. is the same like you're not exactly gonna go out yes in Hollywood you're gonna go out yes. and intern yeah. and freelance and try to get all the opportunities yeah. you can I know um but it'll be beans on toast for a good few years I reckon that's what I always <laughs> say I'm literally gonna be beans on toast <laughs> but it's okay though because you're saving yourself all that yes. just all that money you're saving yes. from yes. yeah Look. No, yeah, it's not a bad meal. Don't yeah. <laughs> um and then so obviously you have the passion for film. So what goes into then mm-hmm. a YouTube video for you? So cuz you, you have those meaty YouTube yes. videos. So it's a good like 30 yes. minutes. So like yes. how much footage yeah. do you put down? How long does it take you to edit? Have you had days where you film and you're just like I can't use this? Oh, it's frozen again. Oh no. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, now? I, yeah, no, it's okay now. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, for me, when I film like a vlog, I'm learning to not film so much at times. Like sometimes I film way too much and then I, it's a struggle for me editing because I'm like, why? Why did I do this? Like unnecessary. And I think as well, at the start, I think if you'd watch my videos from like the start to now, there's more like aesthetic clips and a little less of me talking because I was probably a bit shy about talking so much on there. Whereas now you're getting to see a little bit more of me, a little bit more chatting and that's a little harder to edit is the chatting part of things because sometimes I go on too much. Why a podcast would be good for me is because I like to talk. So yeah, I think I chat quite a bit and then I'm like, okay, I have to kind of cut this somehow. The cutting down is the hard part and yeah I also do like handwritten captions on my 
videos so like I'll say something in the video being like making iced coffee and snack but I'll hand write it on my iPad with my pen and then I'll insert that in I put too much pressure on myself here <laughs> I just need to calm down on the editing but yeah I actually am getting into a rhythm of it and there recently I like set up a little office for myself for like online college yeah, yeah for like online college and editing because it got to the point where I was like editing in bed and doing my TikToks in bed and then I would just end up being on my phone too much on my laptop too much and it would just be uh, it was not good for my mental health so I was like I need to create some sort of a okay I'm going into here for two hours and I can do my TikTok I can do my Instagram I can do my YouTube in there during that time but then after that I can't look at it all and scroll through it all because that just becomes unhealthy yeah. I think one of the, the the best things that you could I actually work purchased me one recently mm -hmm. enough mainly for all the comms work I do and it was actually yes. it was so affordable a curved like 30 inch monitor stop I, I dream of that like it was only yeah. 200 and something euro 100 percent yeah highly yeah. recommend just connects with the hdmi so yeah. if you have a mac you just get the yes. you know the converter yeah, the, i have one yeah yeah so thing, yeah yeah and then 200 and something euro and it will save your eyesight and save because yes. one i remember watching one of your videos and i think you were doing like a reset or something or you're getting like oh yes yeah yeah and you had all of the things that you were going to do and it was like a gorgeous mm -hmm. like handwritten list in my head i was like surely she didn't write all that out like i was like that's super <laughs> impressive that she managed to write on because i use procreate and stuff quite mm -hmm. a lot for some work things and it yes. takes me so long to do lettering on it sometimes and um, oh yeah the fact that you wrote and, and it was a pro like it's a proper list yes. like on the screen. I know yeah I actually on that video someone commented and they were like can you like make your handwriting a little bit clearer because we can't read it and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry yeah no I've gotten a bit cleaner with my handwriting and on it and it's it's hard at times sometimes I'm like rewriting hello like 60 times just so that the L's look nice together and I'm like okay Megan you need to stop after this one You've just spent 30 minutes writing hello. Like, that's you need, unnecessary. You need a stockpile of common phrases. Yes, yes. Or and you, you know what? I keep meaning to do it. I'm like, just do, just have, like, your basics. And then if you need any extras, go write them at the time. But, yeah, yeah. I think it's all such a learning curve at the moment for me. I'm learning different ways to edit, ways that make it easier for me all that kind of stuff I'm kind of getting used to it all but it's all a learning curve at this point yeah really it. <laughs> but I'm super impressed like I see you like put your Instagram feed up in a video mm. and I'm like how should you do that I'm like it's probably really simple but it's all yeah. these things where I'm like because I get so many kind of people that some people that will message me and be like oh my god you should do like an IGTV day in your life and then yes it's really hard 100%. to limit yourself to 10 minutes and I know that yes. like you were doing TikTok and TikTok yes. is a minute, whereas on IGTV, I know. I'm like, how do I do just 10 minutes of my yes. day? And like, what way do I, because the, it's obviously the IGTV is like mm -hmm. the, oh, the, yeah, the long, the portrait yeah. one. Yes. And I'm like, oh. and then I'm like, maybe, and I filmed 
so many times filmed random content like I have a, a good yes. camera and everything random content and being like oh, mm. I'll go I'll go put that up and then I'm like I go to kind of import it into iMovie and I'm like no yes. I can't do that just delete it yeah. but the fact that you get over that mental barrier and you've just oh, gone it's actually it. hard I went through a phase there like for a few weeks where I would be filming during the day and I just get to the point where I'd be like this is so bad like nobody's gonna want to watch this like why am I even filming? And then I just stopped filming and I'd have nothing to put up later on. And I'd be like, oh, I was just going through such a rut of like every time I started to film something, I'd be like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah. And like, I just felt like nobody really wanted to watch myself anymore, which is silly because, you know, people are really kind and people always do want to. But I definitely went through a phase of being like, I need to kind of change something up for myself because yeah. I'm getting a little bored like of me <laughs> like it's a bit too much so then I was like okay I'll make the conscious effort instead of filming every single day why don't I not put too much pressure on myself with TikTok because I was doing every single day and then if I didn't upload someone would be like why didn't you upload can you upload more like can you and I'm like holy no <laughs> like please leave me be for a second and like, like I, I have a me. life outside of yeah TikTok. yeah so it was like coming out of quarantine and lockdown it was kind of like learning to balance I need to enjoy this and not film sometimes so I've kind of like made the conscious effort that I'll aim to post about three to four times a week on TikTok mixture of day in the lives and you know other content and yeah, it's, it's gotten better. Now I'm kind of okay because I'm mixing things up. It's not the same thing over and over again. So I'm I'm happy with how it's going at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And like, do you ever have weeks where you're like, I'm actually not doing anything exciting, but I need to film yes. a video for YouTube? Or like, yeah. how do you battle that? Yeah, I think a lot of it at the moment is like a mental battle of okay, well, you might not want to watch this, but there's a lot of people that actually really enjoy seeing this. And usually while I'm filming a vlog, I'm like upbeat at the start and I'm happy with it all. And then like the last day of me filming, I kind of realize I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I've actually gotten nothing. I feel like it's, what is this? Like, what have I actually filmed at this point? And yeah, I think it's funny though, because I was just saying this to my mom the other day, like my best videos, like my best, my most viewed videos are ones of like me at home, like a vlog of me chilling. That's the like reality, like people yeah. literally watch yeah. work with me and study yes. and yes. you're just watching someone sit yeah. at their desk. Yeah, somebody said to me recently, they were like, can you please do like a clean with me because I like cleaned my room or something on TikTok and they were like can you like put this on YouTube like can you do like a YouTube version of this and I actually the other day it was like two days before I started online college and I was about to do like a big clean of my room and I was like oh I'll just film this because somebody will want to get some sort of I think people genuinely just watch vlogs to get inspiration like to see what people are doing with their days and like how they're spending their time and then to give them a bit of motivation yeah you know because like say the type of content that you would have put up when you were mm. doing that kind of reset thing or even you cleaning your room and stuff yes you're kind of like oh jesus i can watch this video while i clean my own room yes you're like okay maybe i should clean my own room so i yes. think, I think yes. people do do that whereas 
like I I don't think you can do that as much with shows whereas yes. I feel like you can do it more with vlogs where you can just mm-hmm. kind of listen in and like I get so many recommendations of products and um different ways of doing things yeah watching vlogs I don't get that from shows oh yeah a hundred percent and I actually kind of like stumbled one night into like the whole like how to grow your YouTube channel YouTube videos and I was like oh it's one in the morning okay I'll watch you have my you have my attention <laughs> and I watched and it was like nobody wants to watch vlogs kind of thing like you know, you need to do other content. And I've done other content and my best viewed videos are my vlogs. Like people just want to see, you know, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of relaxation, like what is it you're doing with your day? And I love to watch vlogs. Like vlogs are the most fun. Like like you said, I get ideas for, oh, I'm going to try that product out. That looks pretty good, you know, or even when I like read in a vlog, people are like, you've kind of got me started back into reading. Cause I just kind of felt like, cause recently I've been on a reel. I need to get off my phone and stop scrolling mm. as much as I have. My screen time has been ridiculous and it's not for like productive purposes of like YouTube or TikTok. It's like me just scrolling random TikToks for you pages, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I can't delete TikTok. I can't delete that stuff. That is what I do. So I can't do that. But if I start reading, reading became a thing where I don't have to look at a screen as much as I love to watch movies. I was looking at screens too much. So I was like, okay, I will try to get into reading. And I think that gave a lot of people kind of like a boost. Okay. Cause I'm a, a guilty pleasure for me is booktube. I don't know if you've watched booktube oh, before. Yeah. I've, have you watched but, people do 24 hours yes, straight of yes. reading? Yeah. Like I and love like, to watch I people read. Yeah. yeah, like, again, if you explain to somebody, well, actually, I just watched a 20-minute video of somebody reading for 24 hours, they'd be like, sorry, how is that entertaining? And you're like, I don't know, but let me tell you, it was fabulous. Like, 20 it, minutes it of blissful heaven. And I'm, I love a good booktube video. I just find them unproblematic. Like, yeah, just- have, yeah, have you ever watched Drinking by Myself? No. Oh, you must. <sighs> Well she then, that's me, so isn't it? Yeah, a new booktuber. <laughs> yeah, she does loads of um, like obviously reviews for her and her sister and her family during quarantine because she moved back home. We're doing mm-hmm. loads of like twenty-four hour read readathons, yes. and just her and her sister's relationship is hilarious. So they were doing like, and they reread like um, like the classics. So they reread yes. the whole Angus songs and Perfect Snogging. Oh, lovely, series. yes. Um, the whole Princess Diary series. So they <laughs> yeah. like they picked um loads of different like, yes. series that they were gonna get through in X Men mm-hmm. Hours. Um, and they did like stupid things like every time they read a particular word that was said, they have to get up and like, um, like do some like a jumping jacks or something. Yeah, so, like, it was just yes. really fun to watch. Um, and how do your so two questions from that? So what are you okay. currently reading? And how do you, like, how does your family, and then you have a boyfriend as well, who's been in some of your videos, how do they feel about it? Because I know if I did it, because I remember I went to Bali last summer and Mm -hmm. I, it was amazing, but I put up blog posts about all the stuff that we did on my travel section of my website. And I remember messaging my boyfriend being like, I'm going to put up an Instagram post. Obviously we went together. You're in a lot of my photos. Are you okay with me putting up? 
And he was like, yeah, sure, go for it. But if I was to ever go, do you want to be in my podcast? He'd be like, no. He doesn't even listen mm. to it. Like, he's obviously very supportive. Yes, yes, um, yes. But yeah. I, if I was like, like, if you were like to your parents or your brother even, would you be on my my YouTube channel? Let's do a video together. Would they be like, yeah, yeah sure. Or would they be like, no. Okay, well, first of all, I'm currently reading. Let's see what I have. It is If Beale Street Could Talk by James Baldwin. It's like 122 pages. And oh. it's really romantically written. So I definitely recommend it. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend that one. But with regards to like family and boyfriends on TikTok and YouTube and stuff, first of all, everyone's been so supportive. Um, yeah. Like, I think when they all started to find out, they were all like, well, it's just typical Megan. Like, it's what Megan would do. Like, it was very much, like, not shocking to anyone. Like, and you're, because you're from a small town as well. Yes. You know, so if yes. you've gone out and have people gone, we saw you on, because when you came yes. out, when you were in quarantine, you were in your little bubble. And then yes, exactly. You're like, oh, I, I was like, advice. yeah, I started getting, like, the nervous like idea of people actually having seen what I've just done for like the last 12 weeks but yeah no one like no one has ever said anything bad loads of people have seen it but everybody enjoys it so I uh, like it's not I'm actually pretty fine with it I thought I would be way more nervous about it but I'm not Owen is again really really supportive of it I think he just thinks it's all fun and you know enjoyable but again like I don't think like I'd have him like as a main feature within like any of my stuff simply yeah. because like I just I just don't really think I would I don't know like Owen and I have always been kind of like quiet and private like unintentionally we only post like photographs once every year and then like yeah we're just pretty chill so I think he's supportive like in my life and he's there for it and all for it kind of thing and he'll probably be in things like travel vlogs or like every now and again pop up in a vlog but I'd never do like a sit down like boyfriend yeah or something like that I just think I don't know I yeah, yeah but like I think I think that kind of like you need your private life and that, yeah. that's the big thing that you juggle with like I'm yeah nowhere, nowhere near as as social media famous <laughs> Ireland but like I I've gone through the years of having a blog like I was that person yes. in early years of college where I had a blog yes um because it was like the thing to do yeah I was um, that person as well so yeah and so many of my friends were and at mm. that point you kind of you might overshare on things and then when you get yes older, I did overshare yeah, yeah when you get older like you you're kind of tactical about the pieces yes. you want to put mm. out um so yeah I think and like if you were like walking around the house filming would you because yeah. I saw you were in I think you're in Newry the the last day with your mom yes if your mom was in the background if you're yeah yeah was she, is she fine with that or is yeah she just, yeah I yeah my mom's pretty much like my number one fan in like Aww. anything I do like she just thinks like I mean most moms like would dread the idea of their child being like I want to be a film director my mom was like yes unreal That's can't wait need, though yeah she was like I want to be on the Graham Norton show with you like I want to be on front row and I'm like okay so you yeah my mom to yeah. the beans and toast for the first years <laughs> literally <laughs> if you're such a fan why don't you just 
go fund me every month yeah. thank you yeah <laughs> but yeah she is a massive fan and she thinks it's really cool mind you i have not shown her anything uh i i'm like go look it up in your own time but i'm not sitting here with you watching me speak because that makes me uncomfortable that's not happening and yeah. then yeah and i think like like my nana found out about it as well i'm quite close with my nana and we went to galway myself my mom and my nana and i got stopped about like 35 times by people being like oh my god are you on tiktok kind of thing and i genuinely think they were both like what on earth have you not been telling us like you said you were making videos on the internet but why is everyone stopping you in the middle of the street? And I got pictures of people and my nan has like told all of her friends now in our little Irish town, like my granddaughter's famous. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, I'm just not. There was just, just a lot of young people in Galway that weekend. It was like literally my demographic was all in Galway that weekend. But yeah, I think they think it's very funny. My mom's like, go get, go get it. Go strive for it you work yeah. for the next few months you get going at it you put all your time and effort into it and it'll become something she's so convinced that like yeah, yeah she's just very supportive of it all and yeah they all think it's cool like they all beg to me in my videos and i'm like no <laughs> this is me that's what you time. need yeah you're like this is all me um yeah. that's what you need though like especially in, yeah. in those kind of things because like I so when I started my the platform that I'm on now mm -hmm. I like like dreaded people I know finding out like yes I think it's because I'm older as well that it's like whereas it's I think it's more socially acceptable say your age yes. and start an Instagram start a TikTok do all this kind of stuff but when I I remember so obviously the the main kind of premise behind my platform was to document me doing all I did and qualifying as a barrister and now mm -hmm. it's kind of expanded to be more a reflection of things that I'm passionate about so yes I but I remember messaging two of my friends in particular and if they're listening they'll know exactly who they are because <laughs> we did the BL together and I remember messaging them and being like I have something to tell you and they genuinely thought I was going to be like tell them something massive like yeah. I was like running away to a loaf or like they were like and I was like so I have this Instagram account and then they just followed me and they're like they'll comment on some of my stuff and they'll be like oh that's so mm. cool and then one of my friends um she's actually gonna do a podcast with me um like oh, we've such nice. a funny friendship but she yeah she literally I put up my give giveaway the other day and she was mm. just like you, she WhatsApp messaged me and she was like, this is my official submission for the giveaway. She's like, I love you so much. Thanks very much. Please give it to me. And I was yeah, like, just, just rig it, rig it, pick me. Yeah. Pick me. And yeah. I was like, excuse me, you're disqualified for lobbying. I yes. was like, yeah. Um, Bribery's against the law. <laughs> I know. And like my boyfriend, like his brother follows me really randomly. Mm. His um, sister-in-law will follow me. Um, and so many people are like, it's so cool that you can just like, like one of the girls yes. in particular that did the BL, she was like, fuck it. Like, well done to you for being able to go on and just do a podcast. Yeah. So I was just like, basically I like talking and I, I like yeah. meeting new people. And I'm like, yes. if I can marry them together. Happy days. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. I think I probably 
wouldn't have started or continued with it like I have had I not been in quarantine. I was so um, like just taken away from society at that time that I genuinely just forgot that you know people would actually be seeing this yeah Yeah. like and that I'd actually have to confront people like people would actually have to be like I watched your stuff and I'd be like oh my god stop I'm uncomfortable but um yeah I think yeah when I was in TY I did a blog and there was like such a young confidence in me at that time that I genuinely just had zero care in the world and then all of a sudden it just hit me like whoa this is really embarrassing like I'm going to stop now and I just stopped and I actually literally stopped posting on social media because I all of a sudden just in myself was like why would you do that and all of a sudden just completely shut down on it and it was actually about this time last year I kind of started like wanting to post on Instagram again and get a little creative with it and I had like a separate Instagram page and everything but I don't use it anymore but yeah this has literally just I think genuinely had I been in society at the time had I been going to college and then if somebody mentioned it to me in college even if it was a good thing I would have been like stop posting stop posting and like a part of me now is like why on earth would you stop for that reason like why like the thought like of me stopping now anyone. yeah like the thought of me stopping now you know there's been one or two like I wouldn't say nasty nasty comments but just like snide comments on my videos again it's like the more views you get the more likely that's gonna happen yeah and I get one or two every now and again and sometimes I'm kind of like okay this is you know made me uncomfortable like you know I'm a bit nervous what what are they or like sometimes they're just like um I just find them like sharp like they're kind of like um why do you make those faces because when I smile or if I'm excited my nose scrunches like my nose (laughs) scrunches up right and I think because Addison Ray does it all the time people really do not like it anymore like I don't know why like it's genuinely just like a thing I do I just my nose just goes up like it it naturally crinkles and she was like I don't like when you do that and I just comment uh, commented and I was like if you don't like me being happy like like that is literally me showing that I'm happy and she was like no 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 like I love your videos and stuff but I just don't like when you do that and I was just like that's literally me being happy so you know you should yeah. really follow me if that makes you that uncomfortable kind of thing and yeah just like comments that are like just not that nice also I get so many like kind of like passive aggressive comments that my accent isn't Irish enough for people and they're like (laughs) you're literally not Irish enough and I'm like oh sorry excuse me sorry about that I didn't realize I had to sound like top of the morning to you is that what you want me to do do you want me to go running around the street saying that you know what I mean so I was just like I don't know how to keep people happy all the time I definitely think it's a learning curve for me that you know, letting other people's opinion of me affect me, I need to learn to not let that occur. Obviously, some days it's going to hit you different than others. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, there's like a hundred comments. And if I get one, why on earth would I stop? Because that one comment, if all of the rest are good, like I... Yeah. Yeah. So I think I just kind of keep reminding myself of that. 
Yeah. And no matter how big or small you are, you're still going to get hate. Yeah. Like yeah. I would consider myself quite small and that's, that's fine. Um, but mm. like, I still get bad comments. People yes. like message me being like, like I remember one of my, my, my favorite, um, things that always happens well it's sarcastically a favorite but um so obviously I'm very big into sustainability Mm -hmm. and eco living and it's just something I'm really passionate about um but if I was to post like a photo of being at somewhere and I had like meat in it or if I was showing my lunch off or something people messed me like I thought you were sustainable and eco living like why aren't you yes um and this actually came up in another kind of when I was doing sustainable September like everyone like um one of the guests in particular she said she posted she was at a barbecue and she posted like a chicken burger and like she like and I it's the same has happened to me like I started doing right I never thought like when I started doing um I need to get back into I just haven't had the time and femme friday so posting like a really inspirational like um woman um every friday Mm. uh my first two I'd say I lost about 20 followers (laughs) madness and it's like it's the I'm like it's not really offensive content and then Mm. like it it honestly like so it doesn't matter how big or small you are people are just gonna like be like oh I don't want to follow them anymore and then like fall off so yeah no definitely and like what would be your if you were to go back to kind of you before you started YouTube yeah um what would have been your tip so if someone out there is listening and maybe they love doing their tiktoks it's similar to you mm-hmm. and they kind of feel like they want to transition more into youtube what would be yeah. your top kind of three tips for them i think um with regards to transitioning from things like tiktok or even instagram onto youtube first of all youtube is a much much harder algorithm so don't beat yourself up if you aren't getting the equivalent views like i mean some of my videos get like a hundred thousand views but like my youtube on a really really good day over like a few days will get like six thousand and there's no need to like compare those two numbers because don't it's a completely different algorithm it's a completely different website and it's much harder so don't beat yourself up about that as well i would say for like number two youtube rewards you for consistency and you know showing them that you're committed to it so set a day of the week and even like a time where you post and you know do your typical reply to comments kind of thing also promote it i think it's really important i'd say the third one is promote your video and on your other platforms for example on my tiktok i will film a video that day or it could be related to the video i could have filmed it the day i filmed the video the youtube video or i could just be doing a day in the life and i will mention in that i've just uploaded my new youtube video head to the link in my bio and then for instagram i tend to put um instagram stories up letting everybody know that I've uploaded and that there's a link in my bio. So it's important to let all of your platforms be aware that you have posted because not all of them subscribe, not all of them get notifications and not all of them check YouTube every single day. So just mention it. And then like I'd give it five days and maybe pop it up again, just to remind people that it's there. But yeah, just giving word of mouth and letting people know that it's up is important. 
yeah no definitely and then in terms of like equipment obviously you do film mm-hmm. anyway so you might yes. have had a camera already but like what mm-hmm. did you what do you film with obviously we, yeah. we all know your deep dark secret that you yeah. use um but what's yeah, the you- darker secret if anyone has listened to this don't tell anyone just yeah pretend it doesn't happen but yes i would recommend anything iphones your phone any phone um you do not have to have a fancy camera. And I know people say that all the time and you might think that's not true. You do have to have one. No, I would recommend if you have an iPhone, just focus on taking the clips in good lighting. And um, because the better the lighting, the better quality your camera will be. Don't film it in dull lighting or with the light behind you or anything as such. Make sure that you're in good lighting, daytime kind of filming. And also just be smart with your shot sometimes it's better to take a minute to set up a shot and make sure that it looks appropriate and you know it still can be authentic but if you're setting it up to let's say film you making coffee because that's what i'd film myself doing (laughs) you know just be a little cautious maybe i should move it a little to the left the lighting would be a bit more appropriate and maybe i'll take this bag of rubbish out from the background of the video you know just be a little bit cautious about what you would like to see in a video and what's pleasing to your eyes i think that's probably a bit important but really the most important thing is that you film a shot you're happy with and then edit it on iMovie. There's nothing wrong with it. I know I'm bashing it a little bit, but that's only for us film and TV nerds to laugh about in our own time. (laughs) We do not, but like you can genuinely use iMovie. You can get great little videos out of that. It's just by clipping and putting them together. I don't recommend using a dissolved transition. That's one thing I would say. I would do clean cuts rather than the clip dissolving into another you can use cool transitions and stuff but I do think to make it look that bit more professional rather than using um, cool transitions the... just reminds me of you wouldn't have grown up in the time of word art <laughs> like when we discovered word art in secondary school like yeah. your powerpoint presentation no like, I remember oh, word art yeah. yeah yeah and every transition possible like yeah pure, like you could not watch these if you had epilepsy kind of stuff like boom, boom 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 transitions happening flashing lights on the screen like yeah Yeah. 100% I get you but sometimes less is more for something to just look a little cleaner and yeah definitely recommend that but give it a go do it I 100% recommend do it if you're tempted do it do it for fun and so you use iMovie Instagram Mm -hmm. stories for your TikTok and um are there any other kind of so what do you use to say your handwriting on your screen or my handwriting i use procreate with my ipad and now you can get really nice fonts for free online that look like handwriting um instead of that and i just save it that it has a transparent background and then i add it as a picture in a picture on iMovie and it comes up on the screen and I adjust it to fit it where I need to fit it. But that's something again that I think for my aesthetic of YouTube video is quite popular is like handwritten handwriting, like caption, like putting a little, like if you're making breakfast or saying good morning in your caption with music in the background before you chat. I think it's important when you make your videos that you have multiple senses kind of as in you're visually watching it, but sometimes, you know, you need to have good music to watch yeah. a clip with. If you're not speaking, 
you need to still have the people engaged. So by writing a caption on top saying, um, making a coffee, having my breakfast before you go into your chatting um, clip, I think that's yeah. really good. And a lot of the time, instead of talking about something all the time, being like, okay, so I'm going to do this, 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 and this, you know, you can then show them, you know, film yeah. nice clips of you doing those things so that it's sometimes not all talking. I yeah. think that's nice to have a mix. That's one thing I really like to do is have a mix of both. Yeah. I'm still learning what's, you know, too much or too little. And I'm learning, so yeah. Yeah. Just taking it bit by bit. Please don't listen to me all the time, but yeah. It's just what um, I know. Yeah. And like, what is, so obviously you're now, um, as your granny would say, an influencer, like you're famous. <laughs> Literally, um, she says, you're a yeah. TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would your like what's your feeling about the Irish TikTok scene or the art like in general yeah honestly I was not on it like my for you page did not have Irish TikTokers on it for like a really long time and I was like what is this whole thing about Irish TikTokers and um, because I was not seeing them like whatever I was liking was not comment like was not recommending me them and then I saw Nia Gal I've seen a few of hers Shauna the Sheep I think it is which is such a funny name as well but yeah there's a few girls that I have an eye on and there's a few really cool you know TikTokers that I just really really enjoy on there I think like everyone says the Irish TikTok scene is just like Irish mommy jokes and stuff like that blah, blah, blah. but I don't I don't think it is. I think some of them are really, really great. And if that's what you're looking for, it's there. But there's also a lot of other genre of TikTokers in Ireland that, you know, you just got to go looking for, you know, and your algorithm will give that to you if that's what you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I sometimes forget that, you know, I I am an Irish TikToker. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) And like what, so like relating back to Irish TikTok, so obviously mm. there's the Go House now, which was yes. the Goat House originally. What's your kind of initiate? Where you? Wait, has it changed name? It's now the Go House. Oh, yeah. It was the Goat House, but apparently yes. it had Shauna the Sheep in it. So it, yeah, Shauna the Sheep didn't like goats, so they had to change it. Now, I don't know if that's the actual reason. This is what I've heard by it coming up. Mm. Um, um what's your kind of like opinions on it what do you think of it or do you think it was what they've because I know a lot of people have come out recently like Miriam Mullins said that she she I saw a TikTok of hers the other day and she said she's really excited for it initially but thought it was going to be like Big Brother um yeah yeah, but like were, were you asked to be in the go house no, no, not me personally. I'm not, I'm not up there. I'm not up there yet. No, sorry. No, I don't even think I'm on that realm. Like, I don't even think I exist on anyone's free page within the goat house. But honestly, I think, you know, good for them. Like, yeah. it up. you know, if there's a house there for you, go ahead. Like, I wouldn't, like, be mad. But I also think, like, my genre and my aesthetic I think I'd be in a different, if I was to be in a house, it would be a different. I, I think I can imagine, house. right? They yeah. are, I don't know how to say this without seeming like really offensive, but they're <laughs> like 
the when you used to watch things when you were younger they're like mm-hmm. the Geordie Shore and you're like the Maiden Chelsea aesthetic so like oh I, I actually do like Maiden Chelsea so you've got oh, me but, out there <laughs> no but like that's what I mean like you're the yeah. going to brunch aesthetic like shot of going to get like a coffee like that's yeah. your kind of aesthetic whereas I think and like a lot of people are into it but they're all like doing challenges or mm-hmm. like having water fights or taking yeah. photos and going to like Dublin Zoo and doing different things mm-hmm. so like that's there but I don't yeah. I can't imagine you trying to go down into their kitchen and like make coffee and get the shot set up to make <laughs> yeah I'd be like guys sorry I'm trying to film my aesthetic day in the life and you stop <laughs> dancing in front of the coffee machine yeah no I I think like great for them and I do I do have a lot of respect for them because they did go through a lot of hate there like yeah people were just a lot there was a lot of bashing um like I, do I think, think I'd love to see another house like yes inclusivity um you know a little bit artsy I'd like to see uh, you know something like that within Ireland because I think it's there like there's the the people are there for it um yeah I'd like to see inclusivity lots of fun you know like maybe we just need to start it maybe that's our goal here it is everyone yeah (laughs) if you want to be in our aesthetic house just email us my email is in my bio I'm actually gonna get emails now (laughs) yeah I know honestly yeah pick me no honestly like if you want to just like be productive and follow work with me's and learn how to be a lawyer or Mm -hmm. future film director learn how to make a good coffee learn how i can make a a bomb matcha latte so we have oh there you go yeah Yeah. you've got the matcha covered yeah i've got the coffees covered yeah then we're fine yeah, no, I definitely think like the houses are crazy. I watched a Cody Co video. I really like him on YouTube, and mm. he mentioned the goat house, and I was like, "What is happening right now? What parallel universe are we on?" Oh, that yeah. Cody Co even knows. It was just really cool. But yeah, go them. But definitely would love to see a cool artsy house happening yeah. in Ireland because I know yeah. the potential is there. I know, I know it's it's possible. Um, yeah. There's actually one guy I follow on TikTok, and I actually forget his name. I know no usernames on TikTok; like <laughs> I never remember people's usernames. But he makes this really, really cool series, um, and he does like um, inclusive videos of like um, people in Dublin, like really cool. Like um, I just really like him. He does photography and videography, and he's Ooh. a very, very cool guy. But I feel like he put up a video being like, "Let's start." like a cool goat house or like a an artsy version of that and I was like oh my god yeah you're the person to start it like let's mm-hmm. get going because that's just gosh so cool. I'm gonna have to get on my tiktok game so I can be the golden oldie of the the new uh yeah we need no person in our own <laughs> yeah so <laughs> like yeah. yeah and it would make a good creepy. cup of tea yeah yeah I mean I'll offer like good advice like don't put that up online because it's illegal or don't sign that that influencer brand contract yes yes I come in I come in use yeah we have fun but we're also very productive in this house yeah see that get brand deals done and legally done correctly yeah because I and like I do because I I kind of vaguely know um I've spoken to one of the guys in the Thomas Arnold a few a few Mm -hmm. times about some other kind of film stuff um and 
I would recognize one or two of the other, the new people that have kind of gone in from just mm -hmm. from, because they would have been in, because I went to UCD and they would have been yeah. around UCD the, the time I was there. Um, I just think fair play to them for doing it at such a young age. Like I can't yeah. imagine being like, I think they're like max 23, 24. Yes. Like some of them are 18. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine doing something like that when I was like, I was, petrified to like move up to college at the age of 19 mm. and kind of go into a whole new setting and stuff so to just put yourself out there and move yeah. into a, a content creator house is mm. and to to start a content creator house in the first yeah. place yeah I I, like who came up with the idea how did that come about it was I think everyone was so shocked yeah it was Thomas and Jake okay that his name Two of them in the house anyway. I know okay. I know Tom because I recognize him from UCD. Yeah. And the other guy has like blondie kind of hair. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so like I think it's 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 really like I applaud them for doing it. Like yeah. and they're they're like you know, they're living in like um um what seems like pretty much a big penthouse kind of <laughs> setup. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I do think like yeah i i think the content houses were bound to happen they happen like every now and again there's like a boost to them like i was watching cody code's video like i said the vine houses there was youtube houses yeah. and there's tiktok houses like yeah i just think that's what's bound to happen kind of thing and yeah, yeah. i don't know how they're paying that rent but good for them <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah we'll, we'll hack the system yeah. yeah and and how so obviously you don't consider yourself an Irish influencer but I would consider you an Irish influencer yeah like I I wouldn't really know what to call myself yeah um yeah. and what's been the kind of biggest learning curve because obviously this has happened to you mm -hmm. kind of Fast. In the, in a, yeah. yeah so what's been your biggest learning curve about it I think um definitely like for me like the mental like overcoming the mental like aspect of it in the sense that you know there was multiple times where I was like I could just you know stop and it's like technically being self-employed so you have to be able to set your alarm and go I have to wake up at seven in the morning to get this video edited and up and it's on me and nobody else like that is me to do it now, do I want to put this commitment into this? Like, and I think for me, I've definitely learned, like, I can commit to something. Mm. Um, and there's been multiple times where my brain has tried to get me to stop, to self-sabotage. She's very nice. Just kidding. <laughs> Please leave me alone. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, just challenging myself to prove that I can... I can work at something I love and I can do it myself. Like I yeah. can do it and I can put myself under that. Like I definitely have a newfound respect for definitely some influencers anyway. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes. But like I, like I, I'm in no way an influencer, but I put out quite a lot of like content mm. consistently on my Instagram page and I'm now doing like a big giveaway at the moment. But like yes. the amount of, hours like this podcast yes. this is my yes. fifth podcast to record this week like the yeah. amount of hours on top of working a full-time job yes. and then doing other kind of because I do some other kind mm -hmm. of um consultancy pieces on the side yes. and I'm like 
Jesus, how do they do the whole? Like, I don't know how know. you do the videos and do because it's to, a lot to film yeah. the content in the first yeah. place. Yeah, and like I'm having to learn to plan and learning how far in advance I need to plan, you know. And mm. sometimes I, you know, I did try to like pre-record. Um, like I tried to vlog me reading in September. I tried to do four books in September and. <laughs> No surprise here, people. I did not manage to do it, okay? <laughs> here we are. I'm just putting myself on it in the internet. I did not manage to read the four books in the month of September. But I put happened. so much pressure on myself in that video because I think I probably could have done it if I didn't video it, to be honest. The videoing it and the pressure that I had to get enough clips and I wanted the clips to also look good and all that kind of stuff, it just... I dreaded filming it and then I dreaded reading and then it was like if I didn't read you know I was a day behind now the video is going to be bad it was just a whole like argument in my brain that was like okay this isn't gonna work so I actually was planning on filming that for the month of September and even though I pre-recorded and stuff I just ended up forgetting what I had filmed and I just didn't like how it was going. And yeah, I do think like filming in the moment and getting it up that week is the best way to go about it because it's fresh in your mind. The experience is fresh there. Timing matches up as well for the viewer. Like, and so yeah, I'm just like doing a learning curve of like figuring out balancing life with this. It's something else. Like it is actually, it's pretty tough sometimes. And I know, I know it's not as tough as most jobs. Do not get me wrong, like in any way. And it's what I'm studying and it's what I love. I really do love it. But, but you're completely it's new a to learning it. Curve. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a massive learning curve. And you know, having brands approach me and stuff, it's like, again, a learning curve. I don't even, yeah. Like, like, like nobody what teaches do I you say this yes stuff. You? Nobody what teaches I, you this stuff. Yeah. And you know, how do you say no? Yeah. Um, like, how do you say no nicely? Like, this just isn't what I'm looking for right now. Yeah, it's okay. Kind of thing. You found your lawyer mommy, so yeah. I will. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to yeah. be fine now. Yeah. I'm going to be thriving. Yeah, so anytime you guys see me do a brand deal, I'm fine. Don't you yeah. worry. The contract was worry. up to scratch. Contract was all good. <laughs> she's, she's not going to be locked into something for life. But that's, yes. it's so funny though, because like, so say, so say I'm doing a giveaway at the moment for mm-hmm. a sustainable giveaway and um, I've paired up with, so I, this, like, this is hilarious. So I am not, don't own any of the products. So they're yes. all from the different sustainable companies. The amount of accounts that have reached out to me in the past two days to ask if they could promote my product. <laughs> it's not my yeah. product like, yeah, it, the, yeah yeah the, it's the dodgy like I just delete them at this stage it's I the know. dodgy collabs like uh an account that's just been made like 10 minutes ago and they're like we want to work with you and I'm like mm, I'm okay I'm older yeah than you. Like, and like people that will yeah like people that will message you from a different account saying can you message such and such a brand because yes. they really want to work with you and I'm like sometimes I reply really kind of like 
snobbly and be like, like I've got it got to the point now. They're like, oh my God, we'd love to work with you. Like here's a 40% discount code to like purchase mm. loads of stuff from our website. And I'm like, no, that's not a collaboration. Sorry. And I will give them kind of more of a legal yeah. definition of a collaboration. I'm like, yes. but if you're interested in doing an actual collaboration, please reach out yeah. to me in future. And I've just, yeah. I, like I, I, and like I'm small time. So I can imagine if <laughs> I'm doing that, you must be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all very new to me. And yeah, I think from the get-go though, like if brands reach out to me, I know who I want to work with. I'm only going to work with people that I would actually use in my life and that so I feel your, matches my brand. Coffee brand. That, that's the main message we want out of here. Yeah, okay. Well, here yeah. we go. So um, my favorite, like I use Nespresso. I use Nespresso machines and I use Nespresso pods you know don't use the starbucks one just saying just saying yeah. i'm not a You're starbucks like, so, gal yeah so, so gal. reach out to meg hughes at- yes I'm, yeah. I'm right here i've been promoting your coffee machines i've had multiple people tell me they bought your coffee machine because of me so where's my commission <laughs> yeah you're like I, and yeah. I do it in like a really aesthetic way like who needs yes. like didn't George Clooney like promote yeah I'm, I'm giving you a young audience here yeah you've got George Clooney for the mommies but what about me Exactly. What about me and George? There's a proposition. Me and yeah. George in an ad together. There, there that's an elevator pitch right there. Yeah. 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 Here we are. I'm just gonna cut this, cut this part of the podcast, send it to them. No, yeah. no content. Like no, no nothing, just that. Yeah, just be like, you here you go. Yeah. 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 Like the other day, I won't say the brand just in case, because I haven't done the actual thing yet with them. Yeah. But I posted an Instagram story and I had tagged them in it. And then they reached out to me to, to work with them. And I was like, oh my God, like that, like they only knew me then from that. And then they went and they looked at my stuff and they went researching and they were like, oh, we love your stuff. And I was like, this is just crazy. Yeah. Genuinely madness to me. Like, yeah, it's, it, and I, I, the one thing I would love for like, people who watch me to know is that I'm I'm literally like you like I love watching people I I I love being a viewer like I love to watch things Mm. I love to see people like promoting good products or you know putting up hauls or whatever it is they got I love all of that stuff so anytime I do something it's always in the best interest you know yeah my audience in that way kind of thing like yeah yeah I would only ever do something that we all love yeah actively yeah and like so for anyone who's kind of maybe kind of seen you a little bit on your for you page Mm -hmm. but maybe hasn't gone to kind of follow you on your other platforms yeah what is how would you describe your aesthetic to people honestly I get asked this question all the time (laughs) and I genuinely could not answer it like for my life I, I couldn't have like a definite name you know the way there's like academia or dark academia and stuff I I don't know what mine is but I would be like coffee books movies yeah fresh bed sheets and chill like they're just words that I put into this yeah it also sounds really really odd thing to say but I love your bedroom yeah, I get asked, and you know what? I get played all the time, and people hate me at the moment because I still haven't put up a bedroom tour. And everyone's like, stop messing about. Like, we don't want to see anything else. Like, stop posting everything else. Just get it over and done with. Like, I have uh, one girl who's commented on, like, all of my last YouTube videos being like, will you just 
do it already. Do the bedroom tour. And I'm like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know if it's good enough. I don't know if you guys actually want to see it. Like I, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, I have a really nice room and I love my aesthetic and I have a home mm-hmm. office. So I would have done my yeah. kind of the start of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love my aesthetic. And then I saw yours and I was like, Ooh, that's a really nice room. And then I was like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll just like I'm very much like you. Like I love fresh bed yeah. sheets. I love neutrals. Mm-hmm. I love little things in life. Yeah, is me to a T. Like little, little things in life and a night in. That's me as a person. Like I just like my room as well is my pride and joy in life. It's like my sanctuary. We like to call it in my house. It's <laughs> my safe haven. I definitely went through a phase. I did it up about three years ago or four years ago now, probably. And I went through a phase of like it being as minimal as possible. And now I've like put love into it. Like my collage walls are my favorite things in my yeah. room. If you guys have seen my room, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I post them all the time. But I've got one collage wall that is all black and white photographs, basically. And then I've got one that is what I call 101 Incredible Women because I think it was Porter Magazine did an article on 100 Incredible Women. And then I have like a little mirror hanging on it. So I'm the 101, right? Oh, that's so so good. Yeah, that's my little 101. So I've got Oprah, I've got RBG, I've got like, yeah. I'm so sad that RBG has passed. I know, RIP RBG, because that was a sad morning. But yeah, yeah, I have that, my 101 Incredible Women wall. I've got, yeah, I've got a lot of people on that wall and I love it very much. Yeah, Yeah. I love my room. My room is such a reflection of me, like, in every way. And people are always like, can you tell me where to go to buy, um, like, bedroom decor? And I'm like, genuinely... I could probably point out five things that I've actually bought in this room and the rest is just like magazine cutouts, you know, books, records. Like they're not actually bedroom stuff. They're just stuff that I put in here, like paintings that my mom had around, books, you know, magazines. Yeah. And then a fish tank. (laughs) There's literally like, (laughs) that's about it. Like that's my room. Like when I do my room tour, people are going to be annoyed because there's nothing I can really... Like you can buy this. Like I'm sure though, like if they really want to spend their money, they could probably go to Urban Outfitters and find something that yeah. Yeah, which is so annoying. Literally anything I have that's at all room decor is probably TK Maxx. Yeah. Because we love a good deal. I love a good deal. I'm not paying full price for things. Mine because people yeah when I moved home and because I was going to move home anyway to do like adult things and start saving for Mm -hmm. a mortgage um but I was forced to do it a lot earlier because of COVID but it made me kind of go right I want to completely redo my room at home and I want to have like bring it back to be more neutral so my room is like a really nice light kind of this kind of gray color yes um and like it's all neutrals and plants but the one thing mm. I am so proud of in my room is about three or four years ago um it's kind of similar to your desk in your office so yeah. I was in a secondhand shop and I saw this beautiful vanity table but it was yes. really dark wood um mm. and I brought it home and I upcycled it and it is literally oh, love it. the nicest thing to sit at yeah. when I I'm really bad at wearing mm. makeup like I'm so lazy but yeah, when I do too. get ready it's like a nice place to yes. sit and it has a big mirror and I have a skylight just above it mm-hmm. and like it 
it's so nice um yes yeah, i'm so excited for the office tour as well so many yes tours. that's coming on sunday <laughs> <laughs> it'll be up by the time you guys listen to this go watch yeah, it, it will. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. but yeah um i think that's um pretty much kind of all the questions i yeah. have but thank you so much for coming. i've literally taken like two hours out for evening i apologize no do you know what? it's been lots of fun as i said i'm a talker and i could probably do an hour more and i'd still be fine so i'm good yeah I, evening yeah i can think of one or two things that i have in the pipeline actually um mm-hmm. that you you might be interested in um it's some book things so nice yeah so Excited. i'll definitely I'll definitely reach out but um mm-hmm. yeah so anyone that is listening um that where can they find you where's all your platforms all of my platforms well my instagram my tiktok is meg hughes but it's meg with three g's don't ask me why that was just 15 year old me it was the only <laughs> name i could get okay and then my youtube is meg hughes i go by meg on all of my platforms which is so weird because only close people in my life call me Meg and yet I only realized like four weeks into doing TikTok that all of my platforms say Meg so here we are but it's okay because you guys are all close friends so we're all vibing we're all besties yeah Yeah. fine people get so confused when they came across my platform because well I don't I don't have my my Mm. name on mine but like when people mess me so professionally I go by my actual name which is Danielle but I've been known as Danny for yes Jesus so long now yeah your whole life (laughs) yeah so like it's so funny though when people message me uh or even like like when friends of mine will come in contact with people I know professionally and they're like why are they calling you by your name and I'm like because it's my name I'm like not exactly (laughs) going to some refresh and be like hey I'm Meg yes yeah all of my professional emails is like Megan yeah I I know when to switch in and out of it (laughs) yeah no but thank you so much it's been it's been so lovely Um, a great time I don't even remember what I said please forgive me if I said something inappropriate but here we are I've had people that have sworn they'd be like can we swear um but it's exciting though because I just literally got approved for iTunes the other day so it's now available on Spotify and iTunes nice good for you that's unreal yeah so yeah, so you can you can all check it out there. But yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, I had a blast. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Thank you for tuning in to another Legal Diaries podcast. Be sure to follow along on all the social media channels at legaldiaries.ie on Instagram, www.legaldiaries.ie and on Twitter it's legal at legal diaries underscore ie thank you